Episode 2 of The World According to Sparky. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer along with Andy Spitzer and Kay Boris as uh, we get into restaurant reservations at Disney World and Fast Passes. We'll start off first with restaurant reservations and how this whole thing works. So many people uh, make a mistake, a huge mistake, of just going to Disney World without any restaurant reservations and then thinking... They're just going to walk into any restaurant they want to walk into. So they'll make reservations at Epcot and decide, you know, we want to go eat in France. That sounds like a good idea. And then you walk up and you get told, yeah, we're pretty much uh, booked. Uh, we got For an opening months. in like <laughs> like two months if you want to come back. And you would just see families demoralized walking away because they had no idea. But there's a science to it, Andy. Yeah, there is. So six months in advance of uh, when you're planning to go. That's insanity, by the way. They send you an email and say, hey, time to think about your reservations. I just did it for, uh, we're taking my niece and nephew down to Florida in October with my parents and my brother. And uh, we just booked the new Edison restaurant at Disney Springs. Oh, that food looks really good. Yeah. the uh, So, yeah, we actually ran into a snafu because you can usually do it online. Right. And we had a party of eight, and they actually said because it's not Disney owned, we had to call the place directly uh, for reservation. But then you were okay. But then we were okay. So you were all set. Yeah. Sometimes there's a little bit of a. We were looking at going there just for dessert one night when we go because we're going for Kay's 40th birthday. Yeah. 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 We looked at the dessert menu, and Kay and I were like, "Yeah, we maybe just go there for dessert. We'll just go (laughs) get dessert there." I look at desserts first. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Any restaurant. <laughs> but the key thing about this, how much do you know about where you want to eat in six months versus even tonight? Yeah. Just like on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't even know where we want to go today. Today for yeah. lunch or tonight for dinner. But Disney says you need to know six months in advance if you want to go where you want to go to eat. That is way too far out to me. I think like a lot of people miss the boat on that. Mm-hmm. I think some people realize like two or three months out, oh, you better make reservations. It's probably getting filled up. But I don't know how many people are actually doing it six months out. Like you and I, we've never done it six months out, Kay. Well, no, not six months. Not six months to the day. Fast passes, we're on that to the day. Right. But not as much restaurant reservations. No, but if there's certain things that we know we want to have, then we go ahead and do it. Earlier. Earlier. But Andy's six months to the day guy. Yeah, I plan everything in advance. And I think six months in advance, you know... Well, the other you'd, thing you'd want to go to the BR guest restaurant. Now, but this I don't is, think we knew we were going six months out. No, not necessarily. We did the but, first time, though. Yeah. Uh, but this is the other thing about this is the difference between fast passes and restaurant reservations is this. So you don't even have to have a Disney ticket. You don't have to have anything booked. You can get your Disney reservations online six months out before you have anything paid for or booked and get your reservations done Mm -hmm. different than say the fast passes where you have to have your tickets purchased obviously before you can get a fast pass so even let's say you know we know we're going in six months we haven't actually technically bought the tickets yet or whatever the case may be and we're staying off property you can still make your reservations you don't have to wait to actually pay for anything to make the reservations and the best way to do it folks is how disney app right I mean, that, that that is a no-brainer. The Disney app allows you to do everything. Now, the other thing that goes along with this is there are some that are tougher than others, right, to get reservations at. Right. I mean, the place we're going to that I always screw up the name of inside the Magic Kingdom is Be what? Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest. We have lunch and dinner currently. Currently. So, <laughs> on the same day? Yeah. Yes, on the same day. So what we did was, well, we're not doing both, but the deal is, is they're rolling out a new menu 
just before we get there, like a couple of days before we get there, they're rolling out a new menu, upgrading everything. Mm -hmm. And for the dinner, you don't really get a lot of choices. Is This is what it is for every step of the way, four-course meal or whatever it kind is. Kind of like the luau. Right, kind of like the luau at the Polynesian, right. which was awesome, by the way. Uh, but that is something where... We've been there three times in the last year. We've never been able to get into this thing ever. It's a hot ticket, yeah. Right. So this time, we got lunch and we got dinner. Lunch, well, we got an 11-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 2-year-old. Lunch seems a lot safer play as far as food goes. But, but you can't see the beast. The beast is only there at dinner. <laughs> and it's Kay's birthday. So who's going to win out? Kay's birthday or the boys so they can have something they want to eat? We haven't decided that yet. So we're going to have to wait and find. But that is one that six months out, you need to get on. Right. Because my friend went for Make-A-Wish, and they couldn't even get her a reservation. Make-A-Wish oh, couldn't get a reservation. That's saying something. That tells you how tough that place is to book. For you, Andy, do you find that a restaurant or two is really tough to book? Uh, yeah. I just kind of go by what's new. Uh, I like to check out. I was at the Planet Hollywood uh, <gasps> Planetarium that opened up in the That's last year. Favorite. Last year I was there. Oh, man. I had the grilled cheese. Yeah. The most flavor I've ever had in my mouth, probably. Now, this is the deal about that place, the, the Planet Hollywood thing. Um, the burgers are from Guy Fieri, mm -hmm. who so does good. diners, drive-ins, and dives. The yep. whole menu is his, okay? So they're like 20 bucks a piece. But, Kay, you'll agree, they're huge burgers. Yeah, your kids could share it if you have, like, smaller kids. Mm -hmm. You could definitely share it. That wasn't the reason we were going in, though. No. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, oh, look, they got a dome on top of this thing. That wasn't the reason we were going in. Kay, why did you decide you wanted to go in as we were walking past? The picture of the shakes. The picture of the shakes, <laughs> right. That's the only reason we even went in. We didn't know anything about anything other than she wanted that for dessert, so that's where we were going. And the shakes are unbelievable. I mean, they're in, what kind of glasses are those called? Um, like a mason jar? Like a mason jar glass. And you can get whatever flavor you want. So it was my birthday weekend, last Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and they put a piece of birthday cake on top of it, stuck in. There's all kinds of candy coming out. The chocolate one has the outside of it is covered in chocolate frosting. The actual oh, jar. Man. I'm getting with, hungry. With in like M&M's stuck. Kit Kat. And Kit Kats all <laughs> stuck in it. Oh, my goodness. It is. If you have kids, it's unbelievable. And then the other aspect of it is, like I said, the like the dome part of it, they have... Music videos, mm -hmm. cartoons, all type of stuff going there. And then at night, we found this out. The last time we went in October, they didn't have it. So it has to be in season, I guess. Or a weekend. Or a weekend. Um, they have the hidden cameras all over this place. Mm. And they'll zoom in on you just eating your burger and watch your table and see what happens. <laughs> uh, or they'll yeah. zoom in on you if you're lip syncing. That I ended up on the big screen lip syncing a song to Greece, was it? Or Maybe. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but that's I was, embarrassing. I, oh, I didn't care. I was doing it. <laughs> and the table over was like, dude, you're on. I'm like, I know I'm on. I'm all right with it. I'm going to continue singing. So I continued to sing. So that is really fun. Without the camera, it's still fun, but it's not as fun. When I was there, I got a order of barbecue wings, and they actually delivered it on like this miniature picnic table. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Oh, yeah, oh, we saw that, too. Yeah. It yeah. was so good. <laughs> that dude, place is great. Right, it and is. it's when you go inside... It's multiple levels. It's like two or three levels high yeah. of where you can sit. Yep. I prefer not sitting on the bottom and looking up. Yeah. I prefer sitting on the second or the third level up and looking straight at the screen. That Because we did that the first time. And then the last time we went with my brother's family and my mom, we sat on the bottom. Nah. 
I mean, it's still fun. We still had a good time, but it's much better when you're up in the air looking straight at it. Where did you sit? Did you sit on the bottom? I was on the bottom, and they, they kind of got the tables pretty close together in there on the bottom. Right. So it's you did hear you what's get going on. one of the tables that had the TV in them? No, no. Because there I are those. booths on the bottom that actually have what's on the jumbotron above you or the, the roof, whatever it's called. With that actually on your table as you're eating, you can watch it as you're eating. So you were able to just walk walk in there. You didn't. Need we a walked right in. Yeah. Oh we, wow. We had walked right in in the afternoon, and uh, I don't know. It's like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, Memorial Day weekend. Walked right in and wow. sat down. No issues. The so, last time we went, this last October, we did make reservations. Yeah. We didn't mess around. Yeah. So I think the the story is if there's something you really want or one of the hotter restaurants like Be Our Guest or if it's a brand new place, you should probably get a reservation. And and the countries at Epcot. Yeah, those I, go I, fast. I think right. that's the other one. Now, maybe they're not all as popular. Uh, we did Japan. Highly recommend Japan. That's mm-hmm. Hibachi Grill. It's awesome. Um, but I know a lot of different ones, Andy. I don't know which ones you've been to are really popular and you should get them ahead of France is another one that. It's typically sold out all the time. Well, especially since Epcot's basically running back-to-back festivals with the Garden Festival in the spring and then the, uh, food, the and wine, wine. food and Wine Festival yeah. in the fall. That's I what mean, we were there those for. Those fill up. Yeah, that Food and Wine Festival is awesome. No question about that. Uh, so do you have any tips uh, uh, as far as places of where people should go eat, Kay? Well, the Vine and Dine is good for kids. Yes, that's character dining. That's at Hollywood Studios. Buffet, right? Right. Yep. It's a buffet yep. style. We didn't get to do Chef Bakey because Jackson was sick, but... The kids that we were with seemed to love it. That was yeah. at Contemporary, yeah. and that's another one that you can do, too. There's so many character experiences. You don't even have to do that much research on it on the app to find the different character experiences. Right. This time we're doing the breakfast because the Disney Junior characters are supposed to be out. Where's that at? The Vine and Dine at oh, Hollywood okay. Studios. In Hollywood? Yeah. Hollywood right. Studios, yeah. And when we went... Uh, the last time it was Halloween, so all the characters were dressed up. Like Goofy was a cowboy, mm-hmm. Mickey was a vampire. Everybody was something different. Now, uh, our our young child screamed his head off and hated every minute of it. <laughs> but that doesn't mean your kid will scream their head off. They may actually like it and get a picture taken with them. I, I still like seeing Donald myself. Uh, so that's how the the dining reservations work. Did we miss anything? Well, I just found, too, since we're talking about Hollywood, uh, since I was looking at dining reservations over this past weekend for our trip, um, Hollywood seems to really fill up just because there's only, like, three main restaurants and a bunch of snacks. The sci-fi. Yeah. So it's like the sci-fi, the Mama Melrose, and the Brown Derby are just kind of booked up just because there's nothing really to do in that park right now because they're building it up. Right. And the sci-fi, we've done that. That's one of my favorites as well. That is an indoor movie theater. So you don't have to worry about rain or anything like that screwing it up. But you go in there and it's like all like little fake cars are what the booths are. Uh, they have great burgers, great shakes, and they play like these old horrible sci-fi flicks that are so over the top, goofy Not and scary. dumb. Not scary at all. Yeah. No, kids totally can go. But you'll laugh as an adult and they just play those over and over on a big screen. And I don't know. Kids seem to like it. Are you old enough to remember the real uh, drive-ins? Movie yes. theaters? Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. I like the old drive-in movie theaters. Am I old enough? I'm past old enough for that. Remember that. Absolutely right. All right. So these are the dining reservations. We talked so long on the dining reservations. We're not going to get to the fast passes. So we'll have to put off the fast passes to episode three. And to be quite honest with you, we need that time because Kay still doesn't understand this new, t- this new way of doing the fast passes that we found online. Andy... I think also might be a little bit confused by it. And I'm jacked. I'm excited. Even though I think it's a complete roll of the dice uh, of what this, because for those of you that know about fast passes, you know, you can get three. And then after those three are done, you can get another one. And those of you that don't want a fast pass is you have a week to do your homework. So when we talk about it next week, you have a better idea of what it's all about. But 
there's a way to really manipulate this once you go on your first ride that none of us in this room have ever done. We've all been to Disney a ton, but we're going to try it next time we go, even though it scares Kay and she doesn't understand it. So we'll talk about that coming up in episode three. We'll talk to you again next week. It's uh, the world according to Sparky. And don't forget, I know Kay told me because I almost forgot again. We're going to end every episode with the Disney fact uh, with our guy, Andy Spitzer. All right, Andy, what you got? So the Polynesian Hotel, obviously one of the more popular hotels on we property. We went to the Luau there. I Highly the Luau. recommend the Luau. That you have to get reservations to because that sells out super quick. <laughs> so what do you think when someone says Polynesian? What do you expect to find there? Uh, pineapples. Pineapples. Maybe some surfing? Sure, yeah. All right. All right. So in 1971, when the Polynesian opened, the general manager of the hotel said, hey, we want to have some surfing in Seven Seas Lagoon. Now, this was back when you could actually swim in Seven Seas Lagoon yeah. before they closed it down. So they spent a couple million dollars installing a wave machine. A couple million in 1971. Think about how much that would be in today's money. On one Goodness. of the adjacent islands that would send waves in the beach area at the Polynesian. And it worked so well that the waves were so strong that it was eroding the beach. Oh, no. So they had to unplug it. And uh, once they decided it wasn't going to, you know, they weren't going to use it anymore... They just looked at the cost of having it removed, and it was so just ridiculous, the cost of having it removed. They said, we're just going to leave it there. So it's been decomposing on this adjacent island from Polynesian. Uh, I personally went a couple years ago and rented a boat and checked it out. Uh, so, so it's it, there. So it's just a hunk of metal rusting. and uh, $2 million. Yeah. <laughs> just, eh, screw it. Just leave it. Who cares? Be nice. In the 70s. Yeah. I mean, that that. That is crazy. <laughs> See? And these are the crazy facts you're going to get every week from Andy. He, he wants to do the Disney fact of the week every week. And providing I don't forget, <laughs> uh, we'll have the Disney fact uh, every week. So he's Andy Spitzer, Kay Boris, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Thanks for tuning in to the world according to Sparky. Our inside look at Disney each week here on The Fan.